Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill, where we give you the brutal reality of truth. Today's guest on The Red Pill, Moneybag Yo, Memphis rapper, um, hip-hop star in his own right. We talked to Moneybag Yo about his upbringing in Memphis, the new Memphis hip-hop scene that's being dominated by guys like himself and Yo Gotti as it compares to the old guard um, of Memphis rappers that I'm used to. Shout out to Ball and G. Shout out to Gangsta Boo, 3-6 Mafia. You know, everybody that was doing their thing for so long in Memphis, the sound that I grew up with, sort of the evolution from that sound to this sound. We talk about his ambitions outside of rap. His ambitions outside of rap. He has a brand new album out right now. We recorded this a couple of weeks ago when the album was in its first week. Um, but now hopefully this gives it uh, a shot in the arm, not that it needs one. Moneybag Yo is very, very popular. But, um, you know, we talk about some of the acting that he wants to do, some of the things outside of the realm of hip-hop that he wants to do. And when you sit down and talk to him, you're going to get an insight in just to just how much uh, this young brother wants to go out there and test out his talents in the entertainment industry. Very great conversation. Um, uh, amazing um, to talk to someone who who actually is self-aware. You know, a lot of times you get people in the industry that don't have any self-awareness. They're not really comfortable with who they are. I mean, you can tell when you sit down and you talk to Moneybag Yo that he is. Uh, yet another rapper that's done it on me. I have no jewelry. We've been talking about this for a long time. I don't know when I'm going to address this, uh, but I'm going to use a special jewelry kit. I'm going to get one. Even if it's fake jewelry, I'm gonna keep right here from where rappers come on the show. Cause I'm tired of getting stunned on. Whole goddamn studio looks all bright. I'm up here. I have no jewelry on. It's it's not gonna happen. Again. So short rant today. Um, I'm not sure if I care if racists get into Harvard. Now, I should say that this this rant has to do with. Kyle Kashuv, I think it's Kashuv or Kashuv. Um, he is one of the uh, many voices that has arose from the situation that happened down there uh, in Parkland. Um, and he was on the other side of the issue. He was a gun rights advocate. Have absolutely zero problem with that. There needs to be balance on an issue. And whereas a lot of his uh, classmates um, have used the events that so tragically and horrifically happened at their school to voice their opinions on gun control, it makes sense, and it's actually good for discourse that there's someone on the other side of that issue, and this young man has been that. He's been employed with Turning Point USA, an organization that I don't have very much reverence for, but once again is useful in American discourse. Um, he's also done some other things uh, in, in, to get his, his, uh, his, 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 his message and his, and his platform um, out there to the people. Now, <clears throat> he had a, a, applied to Harvard, just to give you guys a quick background on the story, and he had been accepted. Harvard then found text messages uh, from a couple years ago. I think he's 18 now. I think the text messages happened when he was 16, of him saying the N-word over and over and over again. Um, uh, nigger, 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 uh, is what he was saying. Um, and he was also uh, saying that he was so good at uh, typing the word nigger because he had so much practice in typing it, he referred to student athletes that uh, that played at his school as uh, nigger jocks, um, and you know those messages and those sentiments came out. Now, here's the deal: um, I, I think it's 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 
it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to hold someone accountable or or to demonize someone, not hold accountable. Check that. I doesn't think I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense to demonize someone for thought crimes that they committed when they were 16 years old. Uh, if you don't have them planning a school shooting or something in that drastic nature uh, at 16, most of what's swimming around in your head is a regurgitation of your parents' ethics. You haven't really had much uh, real life experience to decide what it is that you really believe um, uh, in terms of your nation and your world. When I was 16, I was very interested in the television program called Luke's Peep Show. I'm not sure if anybody here will remember Luke's Peep Show, but it was hosted by Uncle Luke, Luther Campbell. Shout out uh, to him. It, It showed uncensored music videos. So you would watch the show, and there would be naked ladies in the music videos and things like that, and that's what I was watching. Now, I would like to say that I've grown since I was 16, but if I could find Luke's Peep Show, I would watch it today. That's very true. I think it's a a high-quality program, and I would indulge in Luke's Peep Show even today. I digress. My point here is that this young man um, said all of these things uh, to other classmates, two people, and Harvard has decided that they don't want him to be a part uh, of their student body. Here's the situation. I'm a member of a bunch of different group texts. In those group texts, uh, you might find language otherwise known as spicy. All kinds of things that we say. Some of them would be very offensive. Uh, Now, I don't know anyone that's a saint via text. I don't. I really don't know anyone that's a saint via text. And I also don't know anyone that's a saint around their friends. Once you get around your friends and you start talking about certain things, um, whereas I don't know that there would be a lot of hate that would come out. There would certainly be, uh, I think, some jokes and some things that fly far past what's appropriate. And I am no different in, in that situation. Having said all of this, the kid 16 or was 16 at the time, um, it, we all say off-color things in text messages We all say off-color things to our friends. We all say off-color things, or at least most of us do, um, when we don't feel like anyone's watching. We're we're, uh, inappropriate um, from a standpoint of sexism, racism, homophobia, whatever. We make all kinds of jokes that might not reflect what's really in our heart in the interest of being funny or or, or whatever. Having said all of that, I find it difficult to, to care that this kid isn't going to Harvard. I, I do. Um, it's tough for me. If I were advising the board at Harvard, if I was, if I were on it, I probably wouldn't have voted to rescind his admission. I don't think that I would have done that. I would have think, okay, I would have slapped him on his wrist um, in some way, uh, saying that, yo, this kid uh, was 16 when he made these situations, let him in and see if he can work with the Office of Diversity if we can't broaden his mind. That's where I probably would have went with that. However, the uproar that happens when a, a kid is denied a privilege baffles me. And I don't understand why it's not equal to the uproar that comes when a citizen is denied a right, if that makes any sense. A Harvard, N-word, 
all of these things were trending on Twitter and on social media for the last couple of days um, or yesterday or whenever this happened because this kid didn't get into the school that he wanted. I understand that it's it's an issue that we could sort of extrapolate out and make into a bigger deal, but there are so many other things that seem egregious in nature that happen to people that don't have anything to do with fucking going to Harvard that it's difficult for me to muster up the outrage that I am oh so good at bringing to these airwaves um, on behalf of this young gentleman. It's just tough. I think this is a life lesson for him and it'll be a life lesson for others um, about what it means to be held to a standard and what it means to, to actually uh, have consequence injected into your life. Now, I'm not going to go and do a whole sort of bleeding heart situation here, but the consequences that happen to young men where I'm from, they're a little bit more serious. See, those consequences involve death. They involve incarceration. um, They involve having to register as a felon for the rest of your life. They involve becoming a part of the prison industrial complex. They involve a whole lot of things that in comparison um, seem to be much more uh, dangerous and permanent than not being able to attend the Ivy League school of your choice. Uh, So while I don't think that what happened to uh, Kyle was necessarily, I don't know, appropriate, you know? I don't think it's a I don't think it's a huge wrong, by the way. I don't think he was wronged in any way. I think Harvard is well within their rights. I also I find it difficult to really give a fuck. And that's just me keeping it a hundred with y'all. I find it difficult to really fucking care that there'll be one less inward spewing kid on the campus of Harvard. No better than him. I'm no better than anyone. I'm certainly not. That's a that's a that's a fact. But the reality is, for the rest of us, I'm sure Kyle will be okay. He's a well-spoken young man. I think that uh, a lot of the people down there that have um, I don't agree with his politics, but a lot of the kids that have come out of the Parkland situation have acquitted themselves well in the mainstream. They're dealing with a lot, and they've 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 sought out to become activists and not just sort of passive backseat passengers um, in their own fate, and that's to be commended. But at the end of the day, he'll go to college somewhere. He'll figure it out. What I have to be concerned about are the kids from South Baton Rouge, from from Dixie, uh, from North Baton Rouge, from Easy Town, um, from Off Plank Road, from all the places where I'm from, that aren't going to have such an easier time figuring it out. So uh, I'm going to worry about them, and the rest of America can worry about Kyle. Let's pop some pills and get into it. White people in the room, clap for money bag, yo. <laughs> I made the white people clap. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's different. Out there, it's TMZ, but in here, it's my domain. <clears throat> so you're from Memphis. Yeah. We were talking about this before, because you know John and them, I was like, yo, you guys familiar with Memphis? And they was like, yeah, of course we're familiar with Memphis. And they said they're familiar with Memphis because they watched the first 48. Mm-hmm. They didn't really say that. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, but I used to fuck around in Memphis all the time, man. We used to go up there for the Southern Heritage Classic. You know what I mean? Like, it's interesting. When I think about Memphis hip-hop, the first thing that comes to mind, Ball and G, obviously, 3-6, Gangsta Boo, all of them. Mm-hmm. But y'all done kind of taken it for a new generation and, and redefined it, you and Gotti and a lot of y'all, man. Do you you feel like sort of like what you what you dropping now, like what you've been able to do in the rap game that you guys kind of are carrying the torch for Memphis hip hop now? Exactly. Like it, it's always going to be a time where the generation switch. Yeah. Like this, you, you just got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like right now we just making the Memphis scene look real good. Yeah. We, we're making it look real. I'm talking about real good. Yeah. yeah, on top of it, do you have you ever have you worked with some of the the, the older heads, Ball and G, or any of those dudes? Nah, like that? nah, I had cho- I chopped it up with them a couple of times though. They they trill, mm. you know what I'm saying? But I never got in the booth or did no music with them or nothing like that. You feel like Memphis gets its respect because like well, even when you look at Crunk and stuff like that that got real hot, mm-hmm. do you feel like Memphis gets its respect for how much dope, amazing, crazy hip hop has come out of the town? Now I feel like now, like mm. everybody paying attention to Memphis now, like. All eyes on the city right now, but at first, nah. Hmm. At first, I feel like we were slept on, but I think like it's it's cause of people like Yo God and me, Black Youngster, yeah. open the door, Block Boy. You know what I'm saying? Open the door for people be like, oh man, like Memphis got a lot of talent down that way. Like who next? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what. That's what. It's crazy, cause all it takes is that one person really to get popping, and then everybody starts. Trying to come attention. to the sound, yeah, yeah. Like, cause before Boosie and Baton Rouge, really, we had shout out to uh, Nero and shout out to Youngbleed and CeeLo. But after Boosie came, then that's when Webby came, and now you got Gates, who you got on the album, yeah. Um, NBA YoungBoy and all of them. So, I have questions right now, getting out of Memphis about the rap game, period. You know what I mean about how things are going, like a dude that's in the middle of it that's actually making money off rapping and not one of these guys I talked about on the podcast. You missed it. So something's been happening ever since my cloud been going up. Uh, dude's been hitting me up in my DMs trying to get me to give people their music. Exactly. Like, yo, I'm dope. I got a SoundCloud. It's got 182 tracks on it. I want you to listen to them all and tell people about my music, man. Exactly. Were you ever that guy trying to get people to listen to your shit? Yeah, I used to, like, when I when I first started, when I was doing it, it was like CDs. So, Damn, like, yeah. the CD, it was like probably like four, probably four years ago. It was the CDs. So I was just passing out CD. I was going to different people's shows. So like, four years ago, you were trying to get on. Yeah, like, really, I, like, four years ago, like, I was serious with rap, but I really wasn't serious with rap. Mm. But I just knew, like, just paying attention to Master P, all them, all them type of people, like, they used to pass CDs out, you know what I'm saying, and around, like, Rich Home Corn, all them people, like, mm-hmm. around that time when I was, I was leaving Memphis, going to uh, Atlanta, just trying to get on, like, because everybody used to tell you, like, Atlanta is the, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Of course. So I used to run there all the time, and I used to pass CDs. I used to hit different people's shows and all that, and then I had dropped, like, they were just, at the, the beginning stage, then I had dropped, I had dropped this song called I Need a Plug. Mm. When I dropped this song, it took over my city. Cause Word. people used to always tell me like, that you gotta leave outside the city to, but you gotta, I don't, I don't think that's true. You gotta take over the foundation first because 
when you leave and go somewhere else, they gonna ask, they gonna call back down that way and be like, what's up with so and so? What's up with him? You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta take over your city first. So that's what I did. I took over my city. Then I took over the trash states, and it started just the show prices <laughs> like stuff yeah, started. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, started yeah. going crazy. So you know what you what's crazy about what you just said is uh, back in the day I was watching something with Jay Z. And there was a dude that was asking Jay Z, you know, how you get on? And Jay Z yeah. and Jay Z said, "Yo, be the hottest where you from. That where anybody that come through where you from, they gonna ask, yo, the rappers that's coming through there, whoever's coming through there, they gonna ask, who's jumping off from right here? Then they gonna say you. Exactly. And that's what that's how you get your name up. Most definitely. So, when was the moment that you realized, yo, this shit is working? Uh, when I had got my first twenty five hundred for a show, I had I was like, oh, okay, cause when I first started rapping, I was doing it to make money because we was in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Right. We was in the struggle. I wasn't doing it just because I love to do music. Yeah. I was watching people. I was watching people. To, I was watching people. I was in a group, and I was watching them do music, and they started making money off of. I was like, damn, I can, I might can do this. So when I tried it, it worked. I started getting booked and all that. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm locked in. Like yeah. they really they they want me and it ain't take me that long. Yeah, I was about to say four years. Now nah, four years ain't that's just how long I just been playing around with rap. That, like me being successful in the game, at least two years successfully. Like God damn. In the game successfully, but before that, it was like it was hard. What was the so it so it happened sort of fast for you. you yeah, it kinda I mean? yeah, it did. Like really I got my situation changed when I had a guy with um the independent labels called Endless Entertainment. Mm -hmm. And then like all us cool through the streets, like them and then got it. Right. So it's just like once I got with them, it's just my career just mm, one year. And then it's like the next year it was on me to just find my way, find myself, and I started putting it together. That's interesting, when, even when you talk about mentioning Gotti, because Gotti had been around forever, right? Yeah. Been doing this thing for a long, long time, but then one day it was just like next level, he was out of here, out of here, out of here for hits. real. He so, them hits. Right, so yeah. it was like a little bit different for him. What did he tell you? What does he tell you? What do some of your OGs tell you about how quick it came for you? Uh, he, he, well, he always, when he first, because I had like three meetings with him before I just took, I ain't take the first meeting right. and sign. I had like three meetings with him. And he kept telling me, he kept stressing, like, bro, your career is like so easy because you really know how to rap. You really make good songs. Like, females already love you. People already love you. Mm -hmm. So it's just like your career is just a layup. You, it's easy. You just need the next. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to stay. You don't want to have people looking at you like, ah, oh, he just a mixtape artist. He just, this is all he know how to do. Just a good rapper. You want to be an artist. Like, I see that in you. You're a superstar. Right. So I just, I, you know, I believed him. Right. And so he believed him. You follow guidance. You 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 have people that you go to for that, and then boom. Exactly. Then so everything just started changing, bro. What changed in your life? Uh, of course, the money, the financial situation. Uh, a lot of things got to change, like the people around me, like bad and good. You know what I'm hmm. saying? It, it was for the bad and good because me and Gotti, we from two different sides. And we ain't even supposed to be like being around each, like being cool, you know, coexist, all that, that type of stuff. With people, Talk with about that. Like what you mean? Like, like in we, Memphis, like. Yeah, in the Memphis right, scene. In the yeah. Memphis scene, like the North and the South, they won. They won I mean, it ain't really like that now because mm -hmm. it kind of died down, you know what I'm saying? Thanks to. Like people like us, individuals like us, but at the same time, that's how it was. It was like they never got along, and at that time that I did that, it was heated. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I just seen it was, it was up there. I just like seen a different vision. I was like, man, I ain't, this, you know what I'm saying? This ain't going to turn out good. It ain't going to turn out good for nothing. Mm -hmm. So I just took the other route. So when you say that was part of the reason why you went with Gotti to kind of put a squash or an end to that or to show that you could do it? Yeah, I, I did that to do that. But also I just looked at it like I have to take care of my family. Mm. I got to, I got to be the, I got to provide, I got to, I got to provide for my family. Like, it's nobody else that's going to do that. Like, mm. all these people that I'm trying to be loyal to, all these people that I'm trying to stand behind, they, what, what they, they ain't doing nothing for me. Yeah. That's how I got to looking at it. Like, so I had to look out for myself at that point. Now, do you still live in Memphis now? Yeah, I got a spot there, but I don't really be there like that. Why? You got to stay away from there. You can't just be, like, in yeah, this man. position, you got to stay away from it. You know, it's crazy. Like, I've heard that uh, most of the dudes I know that's in that's in rap, that's rapping, they tell me that once you really start to blow, mm -hmm. you almost have to get away from your hometown or where you're from. I find, I find that that's really sad, man, because they say the, the jealousy and the hate and the envy is so big. I mean, Boosie said that, mm -hmm. like even about Baton Rouge. Like that, that is that is so heavy right there that it's almost dangerous to be there. Most definitely, most Damn, definitely. That's gotta be tough, man. I mean, you supposed to be a hero in the hood where you from, and then and 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 you feel like you can't move around there the same way. Nah, they because it's just they don't look at you the same. They because they feel like they know. Uh, I know he won nothing. I I seen. I watched his come up. They feel like they can take it from you. They feel like they it, they deserve it. Mm. So yeah, you just gotta stay away from their place. Do you do you ever feel like because you know we talk about since we lost Nip and other things like that? Do you feel like it would be a good idea to maybe go back to where you from and reinvest into your hood? Maybe buy your block back? Maybe kind of maybe do something like that? I kind of I kind of always had the mentality to, to do that. Like I wanted to go back to my hood, Walker Homes, and like just do the do a park down there, do the put a basketball court down there. Just you know, just have things to. Get them just life in in the um in the neighborhood, right. but just looking at situation like this, like man, they ungrateful. Like people ungrateful. Like it, I ain't saying like everybody, everybody like that. But y'all ain't appreciating what this man was trying to do or what people like him trying to do. Y'all yeah. just gonna, you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like my own. It make you question it. All right. So you saying basically like what happened with him kind of made you go? It make you like damn. If they gonna if they gonna do like. Is they gonna be grateful for this? Like, mm -hmm. so it's just. It's, what's crazy is about, but I feel what you're saying. What's crazy about that is that the, the hood, love nip and the hood. I, I I would I bet most of the people that's from from where you from, love you. Exactly. Love to hear you on the radio. Love to see you doing well. Love exactly. to see you shining. Love to see everything that's happening for you happen for you. Mm -hmm. But all it really takes. Is probably like one, like couple people. Couple like, people. Exactly. It's a couple people that you know what I'm saying. If they mind on, I'm gonna do this to you, and I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna do like it's, it. It can happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Them all them other people that love you. It's nothing that that they can do to stop it. Yeah. That's you know real. what I'm saying. So it's tough. What's the best thing about to come up? We talked about the downside. That's not the what best they thing. Want. What's the upside? What's the best thing about to come up? <laughs> The best thing about to come up is just like I was telling you, the financial part. Everybody want to be, everybody want to have that bag. Everybody want, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, want to yeah. live, live their life and buy nice things and all that, and take care of their family. All right. So mainly, this is what I'm doing right now. 
I'm just focused on it, and I'm focused on like, like just like transitioning to different things like movies and clothes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you thinking bigger? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking larger. So you trying to be? You trying to? Okay. Like you. So you thinking movies and clothes? Like what you like? You wanna? You wanna act? You wanna do some more acting? Yeah, I feel like I can. I can do it. I feel like I can do it because I hear it all the time. Like when I be on the road and I just be, you know what I'm saying? I be fucking around like with my people. Yeah. They be telling me that. They just be like, bro, you probably can. What kind of movie you see yourself in? <laughs> like it could, it could, it could be serious. It, it could be a real serious movie. It uh-huh. could be. It, don't, it ain't no telling, man. It ain't no telling. Of all the movies you've seen, have you ever seen a role where you was like, yo, I could have done that? The Boys in the Hood. Which one? Who who you who you were playing Boys in the Hood? Who I play Boys in the Hood? Mm, it's tough. Who you like? If you Boys in the Hood, you gonna pick who you'll be? I like Ice Cube, bro. Yeah, Doughboy. I like Doughboy, bro. Most yeah. definitely. You know See, the crazy thing is, I I would have to be Trey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I would have to be Trey. I'll be the one, yo. I'll be telling you, yo, yo, man, let me out the car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I have to. It's like really, I don't want to be Ricky. First of all, I'll never be Ricky because a nigga get the busting at me. I'm gonna make some designs. I'm a yeah. zig. I'm a zag. Yeah. I'm not running no straight lines. So you shoot me in the back, and then I couldn't be Doe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I have to be Trey. You feel like you could be any of them though? I just feel like I can like the like in move in the movie in movie terms. And mm-hmm. I can just I can play different roles, but now nah, I, I most definitely ain't no Trey. Like get out the car talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but if you acting, yeah. you could act right. And I say, act, yeah, we acting in, in a role, but I just, that's, that ain't a role that I really probably want to play. Why, bro? Somebody got to get out the car, bro. Somebody got. I don't want to get out the car. You not trying to get out the car? I ain't trying to get out the car. Wait, I'm trying. Wait, 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 somebody got to get out the car, man. I'm so, so, so we So let's say, how do you react to the dude that says he wants to get out the car? If he says, do you, do I mean, you if you ain't, I, you real. At least you real about it. You know, you ain't living like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I respect it. You know what I'm saying? But it's a lot of people that just they living like that. Yeah, they you are. Know what I'm saying so. And there's another movie like Friday. Man, actually, like. I got a, a movie, um, I got a short film coming out. I'm actually scratching it right now at this point. I'm trying we trying to figure out what we want to do with it. Okay. Cause it was gonna be like to be continued. It's uh right now it's like ten minutes long. All right. But okay. um I'm, the label and everybody wanna scratch it. So my whole team, we were thinking about scratching it and making it a full length. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Movie. What's it and about? It's twenty four hours, just like what can happen in a whole day. Like, oh. how bad things, like, and it's coming out my project Forever Heartless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like explaining, like. Which I listen how, to, slaps. It, exactly, appreciate yeah. it. Like, at the end of the situation, at the end of the day, at the, the 24, when the 24 hours over with, it's just showing you, like, how a whole day can make a person heartless. Like, everything going, like, my homeboy died. It's just a lot of whole situations, like, in, this, in the whole thing. You got to watch it. I, I will watch it. But I also want you to do something. I want, like, listen, because. I want you to fuck their heads up, right? Exactly. And do something like for the kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like funny. Money like, bag, yo, in Are We There Yet? Part four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I want, I want to see you fuck with their heads a little bit. Yeah. Because they, what they're gonna do, bro, is you're gonna come in, they're gonna see the ice in your mouth, and yeah. they're gonna all you. I'm telling you, every single role you go out for is gonna be like you busting somebody's head. Nah, yeah, I know. I, I feel you. Nah, I, I'm gonna definitely agree with you on it. Yeah, so. you know, fuck their heads up every once in a while. Exactly. I agree with it. Yeah. I, I liked it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um. So, as far as because I, I listened to the project, you got some dope features on the project. Yeah. Got Offset. Appreciate it. Got Gotti on it. Yeah. 
You got the City Girls. Yeah. Talk to me about collaborating with the City Girls, man. The City Girls uh, hot as hell right now. Man. Yeah, they hot. Uh, QCP, you know what I'm saying? That's my dog. He made it possible. I, I really got the relationship really locked in. I'm locked in with him, like, mm. been locked in with him since day one, you know what I'm saying? So it's like when I heard the record, when I was in there, me and my engineer, when we did the record, uh, he was just like, man, we need somebody on here. Like, you talking for the, the, the like, all the niggas. Well, we need somebody to talk for the females. Right. You know what I'm saying? So at the point, of course, City Girls, boom. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So it's automatically what we thought. But, you know, uh, of course, I'd be, I'd be open to work with a lot of, like, any more female artists. I like, I really liked it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like mixing it up like that. Like, let my fans see that I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because the, the ladies coming strong, man. It's a real Like, Megan, Megan, Megan Thee Stallion. She well, another Megan Thee Stallion? She, like, yeah. she, she the truth. She know how to talk. She know, she talking and talk. You know what I'm saying? She's just a fucking star, dog. Yeah, she a real star. Like, all around, like. Yeah. All around star. Yeah, she's, uh, it's fun to look at her, too. Um, <laughs> Megan, I was, I'm from the South. Megan is real fine. <laughs> like like yeah, she not like man, man, Megan is like like man, Megan not like kind of fine like you like she not she, she fine pressure. fine like she, like she that pressure yeah for real I got a question for you my mom really loves the city girl should I be concerned bro like my mom really be like my mom would hit me up I mean let be, her live her life mama gotta have a life too just you know what I'm saying see, see what I'm saying <laughs> mama gotta have a life too my mama hitting me up talking about act up and all of that some of them. You know, my mom is really into it. That, that's dope, though. It's good, though, to see that, see MCs that are willing to share the stage and, and be empowering for the female MCs and for the ladies out here trying to do their thing. Because for a long time, it didn't seem like that's what that's what was going on. Exactly. But it's dope to see that, you, that you're down with that, though. Most definitely. I want to just, like, whoever, man, I, I'm really, I'm open to work with whoever. Mm. Who do you listen to? Uh, I listen to, I like... Me, of course, I like Gotti. I listen to Gates a lot. Um, Gates crazy. Lil Baby. Yeah. Um, Ella May. I like, you know. Ella May? Yeah, I like different stuff. Oh, <laughs> Ella May. So you get, you get a little, you got the soft side, the sensitive side thing. Exactly. It, it's not just that. I just like the, I like for my mind to be like, like that sometimes instead of. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So know what I'm always turned up. You like to kind of mellow, kinda out like a mellow bit. it out. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, I wanted to kind of do that anyway because, like I told you, I got a lot of female fans mm -hmm. and they be asking me, like, when they hear me, like, try to mellow, like, like I'm trying to see how to say that. Like, when I play with my voice sometimes on yeah. records, when I play with my voice sometimes on songs, they be like, why don't you do a whole CD like that, a whole project like that? So at this point, I'm really proud of it and try to. You gonna drop an R and B joint? I'm, I'm, oh I'm shit! You, I'm telling you. What? <laughs> you gonna drop an R and B? You will and, really fuck with the hands and, if you do that. I'm telling you, just like you just said with the move, like play with the kid, like you know what I'm saying. Do the whole situation, like mess up their mind, like throw them off because they are gonna try to put me in like all the tough guy roles. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like trick them out and get in the are you are we there type of film? Yeah. I'm trying to do. I'm just moving around, just versatile. That's dope, bro. That's that. But see, when you do the R and B, that's when you should play Trey. You should play that train rock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The actual name of the R&B record could be, yo, let me out the car. <laughs> that would be dope, man. I'm trying to listen. I fuck with this dude over here. So <clears throat> it seems like you're, 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 you're doing a lot of things. You're, you're stepping out of the box a lot. Um, talk to me a little bit about, because I'm going to be real with you about one thing. As I get older, I'm 39, right? Mm -hmm. It gets harder for me to 
listen to a lot of the music that's straight street music mm-hmm. because I care so much about the community, right? Exactly. And about things that are going on in the community. By the time you get, you know, you get to be a place you buried a bunch of people, mm-hmm. you feel a certain way about some of the violence and some of the things that go on. I still fuck with all of the music, but now when I listen to it, whereas when I was a little bit younger, it, I just would just get turned up and like have a, But now I think about the things that are being said exactly. and the fact with that when y'all writing this stuff, it's true to y'all. Mm-hmm. When you're writing, when you're sitting down, do you ever think about how people are gonna be consuming some of the things that you say? Do you think, or do you just? I always think like that, but I feel like people make their best music and they make their hits when they don't think. Like when you just go straight in and just feeling. boom, like it's, it's it's a feeling. Yeah. And then I, when I was coming up, I used to do that. I used to sit in the car and write. Like I used to sit in the car, how long, however long it took me to finish a song. I sit in the car the whole time and just write a song, but it's like now I'm so on the go. I can't do that. Right. I have to go straight in and just boom. Right. But I like I like that process better though. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? What's popping with them earrings, bro? What you trying to blind me? See, no. <laughs> like, where, where, where the label do that? <laughs> hey, man, listen, I, I'm still on my come up. When you bring these guys in here, man, tell them to take their jewelry off. It's, it's like, you know what I'm saying? And by the way. He knew, because he got a hood on. Y'all going to be able to see this on the visual. He did that on purpose. He was like, nah, nigga, I don't think about shit when I write. When I write my heart, and then that's what I get for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, but do you think that rappers have any, uh, like, do they have any responsibility that they, do they have any obligation to be socially responsible when they write, or it's just this what's going on, put it out there? I feel like at this point, like how rap going at this point, yeah. I feel like just say, just go ahead, just just do you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you got writers, if people got writers, you know, you can't knock them. You know what I'm saying? Because they might, everybody don't have a total package. Right. Like it's, it's, it's very rare. Like everybody ain't chosen like to be like that. Like a lot of artists like myself, uh, God and Kevin, like the stars, yeah. like the real, the stars of this situation. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't blessed like this, so it's like people almost be trying to turn them into that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like some people just naturally got it, like the the, the stage performance, the like how you act, how you move in videos. Of course, you can rap, write. You know what I'm saying? Everything you're delivering, everything. Somebody, some people got the whole package, but some people don't. You mm. might just got the image and the swag for it. Yeah. And and and, and people come be like, all right, well, say this. Right. And, the, and the people gonna feel it because look how you already coming. Right. You know what I'm saying? So who do you feel like is somebody who has the whole package? Me. I got the whole package. You got the whole package. I got the whole package. I can I'm I can do all of it, man. Okay. I can do it. Right. It seemed like to me, you're not you're not satisfied with playing shows and having high streaming numbers. You want some Will Smith shit, don't you? I wanna it's just like cause you gotta understand I already was when I first I been screaming, I when my first album with the label, Federal Three Times, I dropped, it was number five. It debuted number five on the Billboard. I was already charting before I even got with them. It was like, yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's, I, I, I already dealt with the screaming. I already dealt with the, the fi- like, it's just, what's next at this point? I right. feel like, what's next at this point? Right. What else we got to keep pushing yourself? We got to keep pushing. I want to do, like, reach new levels. Let's try different things. Yeah. Okay. We're going to be back with Money Back Yo in a second. We got to pay some bills real quick because nightmares are coming home. A powerful, mysterious, and socially provocative film, Us, is the latest silver screen nightmare from Academy Award winner Jordan Peele. 
starring Oscar winner Lupita Nyong'o and Black Panther's Winston Duke, my homeboy, as an endearing American family pitted against a terrifying and uncanny opponent, themselves. Now you can experience us at home and dive into revealing bonus features to untether the truth of us. Available on digital now and on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and DVD on June 18th. Get it before your tethered gets any ideas. It's coming to you from Universal Pictures Home Entertainment. I loved it. I'm sure you did too. Let's get back to Moneybag Yo right now. It seems like we talked about something a little earlier and we kind of just roundabout touched on it. A, a big conversation right now in hip hop more than ever. Like we didn't know back in the day how many people sometimes are involved in making a song, right? Mm -hmm. So, if, you know, when I was coming up, nigga put a song out, mm -hmm. he wrote the hook, he wrote all the verses, and the producer laid the beat, boom, that was it. We didn't know that you might get a hook from somebody else in the studio with you. You don't know, we didn't know that one of your homies off your label might have helped you with a verse, or exactly. somebody might have referenced something like that. Do you feel like, how do you feel about people writing their own shit do you have to write every single thing versus somebody not Ver writing it versus, versus someone maybe helping you out a little bit uh i mean though i'll tell you like however you comfortable with it just do it if you feel like i'm just I, like i really this me i want the people to feel me i want the people to know me even if it don't do what a number one or, or a hitter do I want them to feel me. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? If it don't do that, at least I know I went off how I felt at that time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Vice versa. You getting in my business and doing it. Maybe if you get in my business and hear me because it's all, two heads are always better than one, it'll take it to the next level mm -hmm. and it'll be out of there. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, is the credit going to be there still? Right. You know what I'm saying? You would rather have, You are you, are you saying that you'd rather have a less successful record that you wrote 100% than maybe a record that was more successful that you had some help on? Yeah, but it, like at this time, like in this time of day, I, 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 can't, I feel like that too. But at this time, it's like, I'm trying, like, like you want to, you trying to, you, you want to get open to different, like different space. Like when I tell you I'm trying to make the R&B album, like that ain't my lane. Like right. that ain't my lane, so I don't know how to. Well, it's not your it, lane until you driving. It, exactly until I yeah. until I hop in it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So right now, like just to get started over there, where I might need some kind of R and B singer, somebody to come in and be like, "Yo, bag, maybe this hit this type, go up, go up like this, say it like this." Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that ain't that ain't something I'm familiar with doing. Right. You know so what I'm saying? But when we talking about this other world, like when we talking about what I'm already on, right? I got it. Like let me do that. You feel, feel what you. I'm saying? I feel you. Now. I'm not going to remember the name of the record, so I'm going to pull it up right now. But you described to me mm -hmm. on this track, to me, what I believe to be a perfect relationship. And, yo, what's the name of this joint, though? What is on? It's, uh, it's the one where you talk about your girl and you're saying, why cheat? Oh, uh, whatever, whatever, um, whatever I'm with. Whatever I'm with. Yeah. <laughs> she with whatever I'm with. Yeah. And he was like, yo, he was like, why cheat when he can just... 
they can both fuck the girl together. <laughs> and you know what? That's that's what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about a good relationship, there's a perfect relationship. That's a per- where they at? Like like um, it's hard. Where you find to, one of them? It's hard to find them type of people. So when you get them, you just gotta hold on to them, right? Because everybody ain't rocking, ain't ain't living like that. They ain't they ain't coming like that. Like I'll be a relationship. these girls stingy, like they you know they stand, how they stingy. They don't want to show you. <laughs> <laughs> How's your how have your relationships with women changed since you blew? Uh it's a lot of fake love. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's a lot of fake love. You had to be aware, but like in this position, you can't think that like the every girl just out to get you because they you know what I'm saying? You went on their radar at that, at that time. You yeah. got to look at it like they didn't know you. They, they didn't, didn't know, know you. They didn't know of you. So That's you I tell people on that all the time. People go people talk about, yo, people they they see you or something like that, and they just want to fuck with you. Who who you who you are? It might be a lot of people though. A lot of people that had ne- would have never known that you were alive. Exactly. But then they see you because you out here. Exactly. Now they want their shot. It's exactly. genuine. It's just that they wouldn't have known who you were unless you. Some were of them might not even want the money. Some of them might not even want the fame. And then when you get around and chilling, at some point, someone might just like your personality, how you come. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. where you come from, your accent, everything. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, you can't DM, just look at it like DMs that. be popping. Crazy. Crazy, crazy DM. Crazy DM. How you weed them out? Like what? How you do? How you? Go I know him. I be chilling. Like at this point, like when I first, what I tell you, when I first came in, of course I was passing through. You know, so I had to get it off my chest. I had to let it out <laughs> my system. So, you know, what I'm saying a, a lot of stuff I was doing. But at this point in my career, I'm just really like I'm cool on it. Yeah, it don't even excite me no more like that. Because you, because you didn't already done it so much, or because you focus on other things. Yeah, I'm, fo- I'm just on, in a folk. I'm in a tunnel vision type right. thing. Yep. So, is why do you think sometimes we don't respect our women and hold them sacred as much as we as much as we should? Do you feel like we they get, let they allowed it? Like some women liked it. Some, some women like what? Like the bitch be called this and called that. And, really? Yeah. I mean, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why I come from? I see it a lot, and sometimes, like, and really now I'm be seeing it like they be like to be talked talked to. Like, however, they really don't even care at this point. They feel like they get a thrill off of us sometimes. Like, women mm. get a thrill off there. Like, now it's like, they don't want, I don't want no, no soft nigga. I don't want no, I don't want a nigga to talk to me, do this to they me. Don't no yeah, they, they don't want no tray. Yeah, they don't want no tray. They want a dope boy. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So, you have, you like, you so, uh, like a, like, for example, let's be real with you. I'm like a, a sensitive, very, you know, like I'm super, Respectful, nice dude to hold ladies. the door. Hold it. No, hold but it's, the, it's hold cool the, to do hold that. Hold the door. All of that stuff like that. You feel like they don't want that? No, I feel like they do want that. Women do want that. Mm-hmm. So you know, what I'm saying anybody listening, um, and looking at that, I just I don't, you don't want them to take that the wrong way. You want them to know like that you do respect them. You know, what I'm saying you can you you can be gangster and a gentleman at the same time. You know, and they that's what they love. Right. They love when you gangster and you a gentleman at the same time. Like you're gonna open the door, you're gonna hold the door, you know what I'm saying? You surprise them with flowers just because it's today it ain't gotta be no holiday or no special occasion. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And also you can get on the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. they know how you living at the same time, but they like, oh, I just like he he know how to balance it out. He got two sides. Mm. What's gangster to you? Um Taking care of your family, um, and gangster. I don't look at gangster like being t- like you just gotta be tough. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just take care of your business when necessary. You ain't going for nothing. Ain't nobody gonna step on no toes. Mm-hmm. They ain't gonna step on you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you gonna take care of your family and get money and empower 
like, you know what I'm saying, empower the youth and everybody that's coming up. Right. You know so it saying? seems to me that you basically look at being gangster as being a real, being a man. Yeah, being a man. That's most definitely that what gangster is. Gangster, I don't look at gangster like, I look at you, if you a tough guy, you a tough guy. Mm-hmm. I just look at you like you are trying to be a bully, you a tough guy or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't look, I don't call that gangster. I don't see nothing gangster about it. Just because you got tattoos or something in your face, you're not gangster. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's just, it's just how you conduct yourself what makes you gangster. Hmm. Where did you, where did that come in for you? How, who, who taught Moneybag, yo, um, sort of what it was what it was to be a man, what it was to be somebody that took care of your family. Where'd you get all of those morals and the those streets, values from? The, the streets, streets the streets were actually like my father, like to be honest. Was your like, dad in your life? Yeah, in and out, look. Yeah, but cool. the but the streets more so raised you? Yeah, the streets really did its part. It took it took over, like it took course. Mm. The streets really did everything. How? Uh, just for, like when I was 16, 17, I used to run away like from my mama because I just, it was a lot of girls on this side on my mama's side. It was just a lot of females and I just, I couldn't cope with it. I knew what I wanted to do. I just wanted to, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to be outside. So I just so jumped. A lot, of, a lot of girls in your mama's house, you say? Yeah, in the yeah, household. Yeah, yeah. So I jumped off the porch and I just was in the streets there since then. I was female to female. I was staying with different females. Like, how I'm staying with this female this week. The next week, I'm with another female. The next week. And it just got, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, when it's going to change? And then right. I had started, I was hustling in the same process. Right. I was hustling, like, going through that same process. But it's like I could never get over the $10,000, $10, $15,000 mark. Or like, you could never get over. So I was like, man, it just it just got to being so content. And I wasn't content with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you I weren't, like, you, you wanted more. Yeah, I wanted more. And you were more. trying to push for more. Exactly. So. So yeah, and it just work ended up working out for me. That's when the that's when the when the when the, when the rap came in. The rap came in and, and music, like everything that's that's in my life became a song, mm-hmm. like just music, everything, like anything that I talk about, I rap about is real life. Like I seen this, or I didn't really been in this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. When you see when you look around the rap game now, you feel like it's like that for most guys. No, I feel like, like you said, it's a lot of writers. It's a lot of cap on it. It just it's entertainment at this point. Mm-hmm. It's entertainment, but you can't knock it. Like how people yeah. get their money. Yeah, I ain't knocking nobody. It's just, you know, it's it's very free. You know, what's interesting is that we we look at a lot of a lot of rappers and we we ask a question about whether or not they really doing what's in their rhymes. Wouldn't it be better if they weren't doing it? No, I, I ain't saying like because you know people. Like you still at this point, like man, they know right now. Like with all this success going on, ain't nobody like in my position. You still out here doing what you talking about in them. Like right. stop it. Like you know what I'm saying. Everybody, anybody like listening and watching. Like you gotta know. Like that's that gotta be how he was living. They gotta right. they gotta be like what, well, what was, he observed. What he observed, like what yeah. he was, what was going on in his life and what he done been through. You got, you know what I'm saying? We just keep, we just updating the world on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to know, like, currently, like, that'll be, that's dumb. Like, <laughs> that's stupid. Like, for you be making all that money doing that and you putting yourself in harm's way like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What, um, what do you, so when you make the money, who helps you spend it? Like, you got financial people and all those people right there trying to, like, you, like, to, to, to you know, because we, we, we don't want to see brothers be making so much money. I'm stacking right now. You stacking. I'm, I'm stacking my money right now. I'm, how many? I'm stacking my bread up. How many people in the hood hit you up when they they got investment ideas for you? There's a lot of people. It, now all of a sudden you got bright ideas, man. All right. You ever I, heard one like what's the craziest one you heard? Can you think about it? Bright idea. 
Uh, I hear a lot of stuff, to be honest with you, bro. I ain't gonna even lie. A lot of crazy stuff, like. But I just I I look at it like as soon as I get as soon as you get to talk I just can hear it in your voice and your tone I just be like uh uh you know what I'm saying just going on to the next situation. Mm. How are you with the money borrowing? Like when people hit you up they need something you good with it? No, I'm or- really not good with it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you, <laughs> I'm really I'm not, I'm not good with that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like I gotta understand your situation and what you need it for. Right. Like what you what's up? Like what you got going? Like right. you know what I'm saying? Cause see, for me, it's got to be the right amount, and I tell you why. Cause if you, I'm not money bag yo. So if you hit me up and you go, cause what happened last year it just got crazy. People hit me up like, yo, Van, you know, I'm a little down. I need like seven thousand dollars. I'll be like, nigga, where you think I work at? Like what? <laughs> like what? Like what? What you mean? Now that's bad. But then there's on the flip side. On the flip side. It's people from back home that hit me up and be like, yo, things are really tough this week. Like, I need $30. And I'll be like, what the fuck is $30 going to do for you? Exactly. Like, yeah, like, like what? That's, see, that's the game. Because yeah. if you ask me for 30 I'll send you 500 bucks. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'll be like, well, you that down bad that you need 30 bucks? I agree with it. Yeah, so, but do you, you do you loan it out or you just like a, you stiff on I mean, if you ask him, if you, I stiff on him a lot, but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, if you ask me like, if you ask me for like a certain amount, I'm always like, I'm just that type of person. I'm gonna put a little, I'm gonna put some on top of it. Yeah, I never gave a person. I, I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna get on here and lie to you. I ain't gonna say I never gave the person the exact amount that they asked for. I did sometimes, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But most of the time, I put some on top of every time, like not even just for no reason. Who are the people that can always get bread from you no matter what? My mama. Yeah. <laughs> she know how to get it. She know how to get it out of me. Always, right? Yeah. Hit you up. Yeah. And they know how to ask because they don't ask for the money. They just they they hit you up and they be like, yeah. I want to do this like bright ideas. Yeah. Is that your bright idea? Exactly. So. And they they'll say crazy stuff like, I was watching a documentary. Yeah. About Egypt. <laughs> And I realized I have never been to Egypt before. But I sacrificed so much for my family all of these years that it would be great if one day I could go to Egypt. Yeah. And I'd be like, that would be amazing, Mom. Yeah, hopefully one day you get there. Which is interesting that you say that, son, because I just found a Groupon for trips to Egypt. Exactly. And then next thing you know, my mom on the plane. Exactly. She on the, she on the Egypt. But you got to always do it for your mama, though. Most definitely. Always for your mama. Most definitely. Um, <clears throat> you break bread with the ladies? <laughs> <laughs> you don't break bread with the ladies. Uh, so these they're ladies, pro- they're probably what's probably with my problem here right now. Like why they be so crazy? Because they feel like <laughs> I, <don't>, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like they might be so crazy because they expecting something and I ain't getting it. Damn, they expecting something. I just feel like man, if you been in my corner, if I'm if I've been rocking with you, then that's cool. Like if you trying to develop a situation with somebody, then that's cool. But just not out here, just like tricking, like doing, like I don't, I don't like that. It, whoever do it, I ain't knocking them. That's yeah. their thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got the money to do it. That's how you want to spend your money. That's cool. Everybody like spending their money different. I right. like spending my money different. You like spending I like your playing money on my, you? I like playing my money different. Like, what do you like spending your money on? I like. Um, jewelry, of course, cars. I like stuff like that. Like you said, me. Uh, I like spending money on. I want to. I want to invest. I want to invest. Oh, okay. I want to invest. That's the fuck. I'm. A, that's why I like to hear from these young brothers. Like, what? Do, do you have any idea what you would want to invest in? Like, 
right now, I got like two situations with some houses going on. Oh, real estate type stuff. Yeah, and then I was telling you about the moving situation. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do that. Yeah. And it just like really taking my brand to a whole nother level. Like I rather spend my money like that. I want to spend my money and invest in, and of course the things I like because I work hard for it. Like right. why not? Why not treat myself? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But then at the same time, of course you're gonna my family. Of course I'm spending money on them most definitely. Yeah, I mean you you the one. Exactly. You got yeah, to. I'm all I got at this point. It's nobody's. It was never no successful person in my family ever. Like I broke this. I broke the chain on it, like this That's situation. Dope. No basketball player, no movie star, no rapper, no nothing, like mm-hmm. nothing. Come from a big family? Yeah. How many? A lot. That was a lot. A lot of people, man. I'm telling you, like from you know, families like have families being in Mississippi and all this stuff. I'm from Louisiana, yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. And bro. I bet you got more family than you ever knew that you had. And now. right now, most definitely cousins and people popping. Oh, this is my cousin. This out of I don't even know you. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just look at the people who I know and I grew up with family, but not to discredit them or disown them. Like, damn, my friend, they might really be blood, but don't just try to pop up now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Family about bond. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Yeah, family about bond. bond right there. Because, you know, it's first cousins out there that after I started being on TV more, they'll tell my dad, they'd be like, yo, tell Van, we said what up, man. And when we come out to LA, we're going to look him up. And I'd be like, tell him I said what up, but don't look me up. Yeah. Because I don't, I mean, like, it's not, it's not nothing against you. Exactly. Because I, I don't really know I, you. Like, how I pulled the vibe with you. Yeah. It was like, well, you know, we, we spent a lot of time not knowing each other. We could keep on, we could keep it on that energy. At the mm-hmm. same time, though, I do believe that we got to, we got to reinvest into our communities and, and help each other out and stuff like that. What, what does Money Back Yo plan to do for the community? Like, like we talked about a little bit earlier, some of the ideas that you might have. Is there like a grand plan for at some point? At this you, point, no, I ain't going really? to lie to you. Like at this point, I ain't like, but I'm going to get it together though. There's something I want to do. I'm, I'm going to put it together. Something that's important. Yeah, it's something that's important. But you got to get the, you got to get the money first. Most definitely, got to yeah. Yeah. So, um, back to the women in the DMs real quick. Uh, cause like you know, I'm I'm not a rapper. You mm-hmm. know, I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. That's what I think about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> like how it would be? Well, yeah. I mean, not 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 so much how it would be, but how you would deal with it because you say that it was a distraction. At yeah. what point did you start to think, yo? It's getting to be too much. I need to slow down. Well, uh, it just—it's like the—it's like it's the mind thing. Like you—you don't—you don't—you don't, don't want to deal with like all the stuff that come with them on a personal level. But for me, like my fans tell me all the time, like I love when you like the when you make music, when you going through stuff, when you in your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Ah, the sense <laughs> is, like, that's what that R&B album gonna be no, about. No, I ain't talking about that. You talking about? I'm talking about like talking like how I talk, how you hear my music right now. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. come, I come off like yeah, hard. Yeah, you got some new new album. Yeah, exactly. It's just period. <clears throat> they like when I'm in like the music that I make when they feel like I'm hurt or something. You been heartbroken before? Yeah, I'm hard. A lot of things broken my heart, but like, but no, no, no. Who broke your heart, bro? Nah, yeah, that was that was a that was an old situation. But it ain't just about <laughs> it ain't just about it ain't just about the female side of things, right, like well, the soft part of it's about period. Like when like when a nigga make me mad, like you can anybody like any situation make me mad. They like going they, through it. They like my music when I'm going through it. Like when I'm mad, like right. That's how they 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 liked it. Yeah. They'll set my music way better than when I'm just trying to be, oh, I'm going to be focused. Let me go in this direction. Let me make a song with this person. You know what I'm saying? Is that, it hard to create when you're not going through something? 
It's it's a little harder because it, it's so easy to talk. It's so easy to talk that talk when you're going through it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like doing too much. One of my classical songs, yeah. like of all time, that was a real situation. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Right. Like I really was going through a situation with a female, like flying like she was pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Like capping. Like I'm talking about. It was crazy. It was a crazy and so situation. So you just put that on. And on I, I was I was looking at. It, I was going. Through, it was it was happening on the internet, and it was just going. It was spreading, and I'm looking at it. I like, and it, it started getting irritating because different people were coming at me about it. She got irritated, and I was in the studio in Atlanta one day, and I just went straight in. Right. And I like doing too much. Like this, it's, you know, it's, it's too much. Yeah, you know, that like Usher, that Confessions joint. I remember listening to that Confessions album, being like, "Yeah, this shit really happened to this nigga." Yeah. I was thinking to myself, this is a little bit too detailed. Mm-hmm. Usher is like walking through the Beverly Center, holding hands, like, "Goddamn, I don't care who sees me." I'm like, "Nigga, you name the actual mall that you be in, which is side chick." <laughs> like who like people people just say we walking in the mall people don't say I'm in the Beverly Center with this shit yeah. you know what I'm saying so I'm, I'm thinking I was thinking like that actually really probably happened to Usher exactly. um, uh, <clears throat> so uh, everything's going 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 beautiful you got the new project coming out uh, stuff has happened the downside of fame is that you start hearing all types of shit about yourself start hearing from people people hate like we said before what's the biggest thing you've heard about yourself that's just not true Oh, the biggest thing. Anything? I feel like, like the handout situation, I feel like you selfish mm. and all that. But and I don't look at it like you being selfish. I just feel like you have to. So work, people say money bad, yo, is selfish. Like, not people that don't know me, of course, they can't say that. You know what I'm saying? But the people that be trying to, like, you know, infiltrate and do all this stuff, they, they try to say that because they have objectives. Because I don't come through for them. But at the same time, like I finna tell you, like I don't look at it like being selfish. I look at it like you have to worry about self first to get let me get her. Like yeah. let me get her. Then I can start I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. Exactly. Like like come on, bro. Like you gotta understand my situation. You you don't know what it like just because we, we like I'm human too, like you don't know what I'm going through in my personal life that I'm not broadcasting to the world. Hmm. So you can't just look at it like oh, he ain't doing this because it isn't. I know he got it because this going. On, I just seen him on here on, on this channel on this like this like you know what I'm saying yeah. with this person. He in pictures with this person. You know what I'm saying. Stand down. Like let me get it together for you. Even though I might have it together, don't I just might not want to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> let me do. Let me when I like people don't like when they come and, and they and they throw down on you. You throw down on somebody about something like that. I don't like. I be like, hold oh, up. Let me at least offer it. Like you all right out there. Let me. Yeah. You know it feel better that way. Yeah, you feel better. Perfectly. Feel, yeah, yeah it feel, you feel better personally. It's just like when when you have a friend, you meet somebody, and then they. Because you know they give a little preamble, where and then they, you know they're about to ask you for money. You just be in your mind like, please don't, man. Yeah, please don't. But you then, already be set. Sometimes you can just feel the vibe. You don't even want to set word. yourself up. You can just feel the vibe like how it's coming, and you try to get out of there as fast as you can. Yeah. Who have you not worked with that you want to work with? Oh, uh, somebody like I like I was telling you, LMA. LMA. Oh, uh, somebody else. Uh, I ain't worked with Drake yet. I want to do something. Seems like you're the only one in Memphis that haven't worked with Drake. Yeah, ain't Drake didn't been around. Drake has several different towns that are his hometown. 
Drake, <laughs> like, Drake, Toronto is Drake's hometown. Houston is Drake's hometown. <laughs> Memphis is Drake's hometown. Drake got hometowns in England. Drake got hometowns in 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 in, in Jamaica. Most definitely. Drake got a lot of good community energy wherever he goes. Why do you feel like he he? Oh my! But he's from he's, his daddy people from Memphis, right? Exactly, he folks from. So Memphis. that's why because Drake seemed like he busts a lot of the guys from Memphis. What what is it? I've never heard in the industry, at least, besides haters, a bad word about Drake. Like what what is it that makes Drake the guy that kind of people want to people want to work with and kind of be around? I don't know. I just I'm just a fan of the music. I, I just I don't know him personally. Oh okay. I just like his craft. I respect the craft. It's the best Drake song ever. Um, uh, best Drake song ever. What was that first one he had? The best the best I ever had. The one he first came out with Lil Wayne and something. Well, I tell you what, man, y'all. Moneybag Yo got a sensitive side, man. Like that's it. Like, like, like Moneybag Yo got a sensitive side. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This man going number one R&B one day. Telling of you. Of all the Drake songs that came out, the one that he made about the ladies is the one that that you fuck. That's with a lot. Of, that's that's his fan base. Like female crazy about Drake. Yeah, he be rapping now. Drake can take any nigga, like any nigga female. <laughs> Drake can. <laughs> And real talk, like that's just how I, I put. Like when you, my like I ain't at his level of the game yet. I ain't at that level of the game yet. But I just feel like, like all my fans, females, really. Like of course I got like the like the you know what I'm saying. They rock with me too. But the male really, fans, yeah, the male fans. But you feel like your your core base is female. Exactly. Yeah, of course I got male fans, but the core base, they, they really going to buy. They you know what I'm saying. They really going to. Check me out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, females. Most females. definitely. Most definitely. I'm telling you what I see. I'm telling you what I know. Right. You know you're better off that way, right? Yeah. I, of course, because that like the male, like the, the males, they're gonna follow everywhere the females go. Like if you like in my concert, like when I was just telling somebody like why I want to venture into the tour world, is because when you go in a club, when you go in a regular club, like of course the females come, oh, I wanna see bad, I wanna they want a front row and center, they wanna be there. But then you got the the males. They just gonna come there just because the females going there. Yeah. They might be. I listen to the, I listen to his music, but mm -hmm. you know I ain't really. I ain't gotta see him. And then when I get in there, I want to be too gangster. You want to just be. Yeah. You want to sip and you want to smoke and you want you almost too gangster. But when you go on the when you vice versa when you in a venue and you walk out on stage, everybody it don't matter. You see males in the front row. You see everybody. You, you know what I'm saying? You yeah, see yeah, yeah. Everybody everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of environment that I just like being around. Women are also just much more loyal fans. Exactly. They most they're gonna buy merch. They're gonna they gonna buy everything. merch. They gonna stick it out with you. If they if you come. To if you come to LA and the tour sold out in LA, but then you playing in San Diego, they driving to San Diego. They're gonna ride. They gonna they ride driving to San Diego. They riding for life, for life. Right. So they just they they much more loyal fan base, man. To exactly. to be real with you, like something happened recently. I want to get your take on this. The baby, you familiar with the baby? Yeah. Baby hot. Yeah, yeah. He, he doing his thing. Uh, beat up a clout chaser. Yeah. In the mall. Did you see that video? Yes. Yeah, what were your thoughts on that? My, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> like, like, quit messing with me, bro. Like, I'm just, like, I'm just trying to live my life and spend my money. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? I'm in the Lewis store. I'm trying to live my life and spend my money. I got a show going on. Like, let me be me. Right. Like, what is with this? This, I, I've never in, I've never in the world. What is with this era of taping yourself? trying to stun on somebody like because it's the internet man it's the, the internet is like a drug to these people 
Hmm. The internet, is, they got attention. It's just the attention thing. Like, everybody feel like they need attention. That Everybody just seek for that. Right. Like, when you got people, vice versa, people that's in, already in the light, in the limelight, they try, they would rather escape from it. Yeah. Sometimes. And just keep it cool. But you got, yeah, and keep it cool, like, when them cameras on. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you got people that want when them cameras on. They, you so, you know, you just so ready for that, like. Mm-hmm. Chill, man. Like I hate to see violence, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want like to see it, but like there is a part of you that just goes when you see that dude stretched out like that, you just go, you know what, nigga? You deserve it. Good. Like, cause maybe that'll stop him from getting killed down the line. Yeah. But like if if, if he if he learns his lesson, do you go through that? How do you deal with the male fans? Cause it seems like the male fans kind of yeah, yeah, we but well, I look at them like they be at the same time. They just be really secret fan. They be like grouped in at the same time. Right. They just be have to. It's like I told. It's just to be the tough part. They had to be tough. You mug. That's how stuff can spark. Like if you want a picture, you we in a Louis store. We I'm in here shopping. You see me. You walk in. It's a group of y'all. Like quit trying to be tough in front of your homeboys, and you already know. Like I'm really a fan of do. I really want a picture right quick. Right. But I gotta walk. I got this mug, and then you don't even know how I'm living. So you looking at me like then I'm like, what you looking at? And boom, it's fall. Now we now we live. Yeah. Now you gotta. Now you feel like you gotta live up to it because you got a group of folk with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you have to stand up. What? What? How are you on the picture game? Anybody get a picture anytime? Yeah. I, I rock cool with my with fans. It? I rock. I rock with all my fans. You can get a picture. I got a most, but when I'm in a go, I can't take pictures with everybody. When I'm on a go, though, like, you just got to respect it. Ain't nothing like against you. Right. Hopefully, I'll see you again. Right. Now, when when you say anybody can get a picture, what's the limit? Were you like, because I'll do a picture, but <clears throat> a short video advertising your hood DVD coming out, I can't Don't, do that. Yeah, they be trying to go so far. Like, Bruh. Yo, yo, hey, real quick. Hey, say this on the, say this right quick. <laughs> Say you uh, you rocking with who? What some anything? Yeah, you know say what I'm say yo. Uh, say uh, down south New Orleans fight beats DVDs part three. I'm Van Lathan. I fuck with this. So I watch every fucking nah, dog. I can't yeah, do it, dog. Exactly. Come on, man. Yeah, you're Stop. not doing that. No. Are you did you getting into the endorsement game yet? You like you you like anybody calling you to? Yeah, yeah. We we working that out right now. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Anything definitely. you won't endorse? I ain't no teller. We have to just see. Have to see. Yeah. Yeah. We have to see. You got everything, some... everything got to make sense, though, with me. Like, it have to make sense. It have to be. It can't make me look a certain way or none of that. I ain't with none of that. I got to. It got to be me. What's your dream brand to work with? Anybody out there? Jordan or something. Yeah. Nike or something. Nike. Yeah. You know, it's fucked up. It's like, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to, like, bring this up, but I worked with the Jordan brand a couple of weeks ago. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I called the Jordan brand classic, and they gave me some shit, so... I mean, you got them earrings, and that's dope, but yeah. I kind of beat you to that one, yeah. dog. I mean, <laughs> if you want to be on some real shit. Most definitely. Nah, but hopefully this is in the future, though. Did you play sports at all? Uh, basketball and football, like, in school. Like, I really, I'm really good at basketball. Like, I got a good What's jumper. really good? I got a good jumper. You know rap niggas really good. Yeah, I'm just being for real. I'm just I'm keeping the game. So rap, a lot of rap niggas really do. You, you play ball against other rap niggas? Sometimes. Like, who, to you, who can hoop? Uh, I seen I seen a video of Lil Durk. He can hoop. Yeah, I seen him. He Lil can Durk can hoop. Blockboy, one of them people. He swear he can hoop. <laughs> he swear he can hoop, but he he know what's up. He can't. So <laughs> I got a. Oh, I love. But talk about somebody who could perform. Yeah. I love watching him on stage. Most definitely. I seen him a couple of times at Dre's. Love watching him on the stage. But you be watching him in basketball. Yeah, yeah. You know, he be, what's he, up? he be like he he posted a lot. 
You know what's gonna happen now? What? Now he gonna. You gonna now you gonna have to you gonna have to play him. Oh, so oh, so you, so you know what's you. with me? I seen yeah, you. Yeah, 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 man, yeah. Man, yeah. line it up, man. Set it up. You down? Can you hoop for real though, bro? I got a good shot, bro. I'm telling you, I got. I ain't finna lie to you. Like I can. I'm just like Steph Curry. Like I can. Just, <laughs> I got the whole package. Right. You no, know, I I got a great shot though. Right. Great shot, and I can. You know, I, I can take it in. Quavo could play. Oh, uh, Quavo could play most definitely. Quavo seemed like he's. I don't the, know how I forgot that. Quavo, Quavo seemed like he is the rap. The rap. He can do a lot of stuff. Quavo can play a lot of sports, actually. Now, all around. Who is the best basketball player that's a rapper? Um, I really like, like you saying. I just respect what you talking about, like with Quavo, and mm-hmm. I seen Lil Durk. Uh, it's a couple people. I mean, but, like nigga in the NBA. But I don't know if they. The, I didn't sit there and just watch a whole game. I just seen what that person love to do and what that person do. What they post no, I'm talking broadcast. about a basketball player. Who also raps? Have you heard of these guys, athletes that rap? What do you think about athletes that rap? Oh, uh, you said okay. You said yeah. like on the flip side, like yeah. flip it. Man, stay focused, man. You got you, <laughs> like, like, like for real. Stay focused, cause I look, I look at it like for real. <laughs> for real, I just, I just look at it like for real. Like you got like my basketball players making way more money than what is you doing? Like, like. I just like it's for real, bro. Like just chill, man. Right. Like lead it to that's why it's that's why it's different <laughs> positions. That's why everybody you can't be no hundred at, you can't be a hundred at two things. You can't do that. You can't Right. You trying to play this, you got all eight or two some games to do this. You got <clears> then you got over here, you gotta go do how you finna do that with shows and like you it's it's no way you can do that, bro. Nah. So just stay focused. I feel you. So the new album new album's Bible Harless. Yeah, bro. Out right now. Yeah, man. So, what was it like making the album? It was it was a quick process. I had like I actually had that music for like a year, really. That really, music, I I really been had that music. Mm-hmm. It was just a quick. Cause then it's so like you got old ass references on it, like you talking about Harambe on that shit and all kinds of. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's old. Though, most definitely, it's like a year old. But now it goes though. I listened to it. Uh, I I I spun about three times. Mm-hmm. It's dope though, man. I like the um. The one with Gotti on there is crazy. Nah, Gotti ain't on there. You talking? Nah. What you talking about? What song? What's the name of the song? The title fucked me up. Proud of the title. You probably looked at the title wrong. I, I might have fucked that up. Or sometimes they go into the. Uh, oh no! You know what? I listened to that today, and the track thing got fucked up. Yeah. Let me see. No. So you got you got the city the city girls joint. I told I told you about. I like. Mm-hmm. But my favorite one. It's toxic. Everybody say that. It's a lot like that's all the tweets I get. Toxic. Shoot the video of a toxic. To- but toxic is my favorite one because toxic seemed like it was really based in some actual real experiences. That's really, yeah, that was real. That's why we keep telling you, like real situations. You think somebody can just talk about this stuff that ain't going? Nah, because it seemed like you you was in this like you're, you're in a situation where somebody continuously keeps fucking up and making things bad. And we all been in that space where you can't get out of that. Yeah, like, you just feel like, man, like, I know this ain't right for me, but I love you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, toxic, man. You know what I'm saying? Every time, like, it's always arguments getting spiked up, and it's just, like, it's just not bad. It's not a good situation. Hmm. But you stay, though. But you stay, but you be trying to make it work, and you be trying to figure it out. Like, but, you know. Bro, let me tell you something, man. Like, you a deep cat. Appreciate you. You know, not every rapper is a good interview. 
<laughs> we has with all the rappers that we've had here on the Red Pill Podcast have been great interviews. Ha ha ha. Um, but you seem like there's a lot that you that, that you're trying to offer the world, man. Yeah, I got a lot for the world. I ain't, I'm just getting started. It's the beginning, man. What's unexpected? Like what we were talking about. Everything, it, most of some, everything that we were talking about, I just really spilled the beans. I really just told everybody right now. But now when they see me, they just probably think I'm talking. I'm on here talking. But mm-hmm. when you see me do it, it's a different. Action speak louder than words. So yeah. seeing is believing. The movie situation, that's really what's going to fuck their heads up, bro. Most definitely. I'm telling you, man. Like, you got to go left with the movie thing. Yeah. Like, because what's going to happen is we had, I was talking to Game one time, and Game was like, yo, I want to do a comedy. Every time I come into this bitch, they want me to be the dope dealer, the hard head. <laughs> we all know the game is good at being angry. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my nigga. But, but when you really come on some other shit, they're gonna be like, oh shit. They're gonna be like, oh my god. Yeah, and if you think your people them. hitting you up for money now, wait till that movie go number one. Crazy. They're gonna be in your shit trying to Man. get that bread out of you, bro. <laughs> yeah. That moving money, is something else. That moving money is something else. Um. So, I guess I got one more question for you, and I like to ask this of all the young brothers getting money. All the young brothers getting money. I already asked you what you were going to do to sort of help the community and stuff like that. You said you're going to do it later on when you get, like, when you get your shit together, um, when you get sort of to your point that you really can give back, you're going to have it figured out. What are the problems that you feel like are the biggest problems in areas like the one that you grew up with. If you could, if you could wave a magic wand right now and change one thing um, about your hood, what would you change? The violence, of course. Hmm. Of course, the uh, the killing. Like just make it look like a little more peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Like just make people feel comfortable to come outside and do this and post up at the store and do it. Like just stop it. You know, stop the violence, really. What do you think? What do you think will stop the violence? I don't really think nothing at this point, bro. I don't know, bro. Like you can like, there's so many people that try to do so many things to stop the violence, and it still go on. It it leave you like I don't know at this point. Like I don't mm. know what what it what it'll take. I don't know uh, what it'll take. It really, I really think, the, and another thing, I just really think it's the money. The money, like money, got everybody doing it. Like if everybody had money. Everybody was in a good situation. It won't be going on. Like, none of this stuff won't be going on. So, if we get more bread flowing, then maybe stuff mm. will get a little more peaceful probably, too. Yeah. Yeah, because people will do anything when they feel like they're they just trying to survive. Yeah, yeah, and they got survival skills. So, it's just like... Yeah. But people with money, they hate, too. They hate, they hate on you, too. But I ain't never seen them just wig out like that. Yeah. That's true. Actually, white people clap for money back, y'all. Listen, let me tell you something. <clears throat> You didn't hear the part where he said he was very, very happy to be on a red pill today and that he was going to give me just one of them earrings. <laughs> it's what? hard. It's hard. It's going to be hard to do. It'd be hard, hard to get the earring, bro? It's hard. Bro. I couldn't write that anyway, bro. People yeah. not going to accept that from me. For real. You know what I'm saying? Let's not. Let's not like, see this watch that I have right here, bro? Yeah. <sighs> Nigga, I'm stunned with this watch, bro. Cool what? I know, bro. This watch costs $700. Nigga, you ain't got it like that. <laughs> You know what? That's a, you know what? Fuck that, nigga. That's an expensive watch. Yeah. And this nigga looking at me like, "Hey, man, get off this fucking thing with me." But that's an expensive seven hundred bucks. By the way, my girl got this watch for me. Seven hundred bucks. Exactly. 
<laughs> <laughs> we out, bro. Bet.